Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right, my friends. You've tuned in, excuse me, to America's Home for Conservative Not Bitter Talk. And yes, I am your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Face, but well, I should say a word about that. We've, we're going to get back on social media, I believe, at some point, um, just with our current studio situation, the mobile studio. There's actually some things that I've still got to get figured out pertaining to mainly... Well, lighting and and just uh, the camera angle with the studio where we are, which is of course <clears throat> in the uh, in our fifth wheels. We travel as we travel the country, so um, that's something I plan to get to here in the next, hopefully in the next month or so. So that being said, yesterday, of course, was the one year anniversary of the January 6th insurrection, right? This insurrection, this was an event, this is what they call it, an event that almost toppled the United States of America. I mean, we were so close to being toppled by, I guess, Trump supporters on January 6th, and we dodged a bullet. We dodged a bullet, America's democracy was saved, and everything is... Now, well under control with the current administration. I guess that's the narrative. But, of course, that's not what happened. That's not an accurate depiction of what happened. And you can say that without, you know, it's a false argument. It is a false argument to say, to say that you either must say that January 6th was a near successful attempt at insurrection or... Or you are an anti-American fascist thug who is just as guilty of trying to overthrow the government as the folks who stormed the Capitol on January 6th of last year. That is not the way to look at this. Anyone with any degree of critical thinking skills knows this. Anyone with an ounce of uh, desired fairness knows this as well. Um. It's political theater is what it is. Let me ask you this, and I think I've asked this before in the past, but as I've watched, and we're going to play a little bit of Biden's fake speech, uh, Kamala's speech, where she compares, literally compares the acts of what happened on January 6th at the Capitol, which, again, I don't condone. I condemn this. But it... There's a lot of different things that are going on here. There were peaceful protesters and there were idiots. There were people who had the gates opened up for them who walked in to the Capitol building. I mean, there's all sorts of things that happened here. And to say, to be given a litmus test by Biden, who, I mean, political 
theater, I would say specialist, but he's not very good at it, right? He's done it for 50 years. He has nothing to show um, for nearly a half century in Washington, D.C. It's always blaming the other guy. In fact, it's, it's ironic that he blames Trump for all the problems that we have, who has only been in D.C. for the previous four years minus this past this past year, the, the four previous years before that. Um, and But Biden is not responsible for anything. And this is a desperate Democrat party. And I listened to this junk. I listened to Kamala. I listened to Biden. I watched them with their stupid mask routine. By the way, I saw a headline. I don't want to get off into the weeds on this, but it is worth pointing out since I just... I just brought it up. Um, is it 83? I think I saw 83%. I'm just making sure that I get this correct with how, how this should read. Um, but COVID, the Omicron variant, is I think 83% less likely I just I, I don't know if that's the, 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 crop, the correct way to say it, but it's much less likely to create hospitalizations and deaths based upon research, based upon the science, based upon what we know. Now, this should be a point in time that Americans should be should be celebrating, right? We should be celebrating. We should be applauding that this is, in fact, um, good news. But, of course, that's not the way that's not the way that it works. They continue to use this. Uh, as as an instrument to do what they politically want to the American people. I think they're also keeping it as an option, open, uh, an open option to change the rules for the uh, 2022 election just as they did for 2020. Because if there's still a pandemic and they got away with changing the rules in 2020 in many states... Um, changing deadlines, changing all sorts of things without congressional approval, state house approval in these states, which that's the group that's supposed to determine what happens on election day, election laws and so forth. That has that goes through the state house. Um, I think they're keeping their options open here. They're terrified of what's about to happen in 2022 at the midterms here later this year, and if rightfully so, I mean Biden's. Approval is somewhere around 35%. Inflation, as I said the other day, his inflation numbers and his approval numbers are actually in a collision course. They're going to collide somewhere if, if he's not removed from office or resigns. I'm not expecting either of those things to happen, but they're on a collision course, right? Inflation is as high as it's been in a long time, and his approval numbers are as low as they've ever been, and it's even low for a sitting president in general, especially at this particular time in his presidency. And it's because it's a dumpster fire. It's an absolute unmitigated disaster. That's what we're witnessing. That's what we're witnessing here. But these things, the way that the left uses COVID, and again, to me, these things are similar in one respect. The COVID is a real thing. And there were real people who broke the law and did things they absolutely should not have done on January 6th. That Those two things are true. The way that these things are being portrayed 
by the media and by politicians in the Democrat Party are not consistent with reality. It's just not, especially when you look at, again, COVID with all this desire to look at doing things like shutting schools, closing businesses, vaccine, passports. Did I, I saw the other day, my wife shared this with me, and I wanted to touch on this, but again, we've been out the previous week and a half, and I just didn't really have time. But this this thing in Virginia, this snowstorm that shut down I-95 for, I think people were stand, stranded for 17, 20 hours, something in that vicinity. And people were criticizing governor-elect Yunkin, right, Virginia's new governor, except he's not governor yet. He's not sworn in until January the 15th. He's not sworn in until January 15th, and people were bad-mouthing him. Say, this is what happens. He got to repel. He doesn't care about us. He's letting people strand out there in the highway and just basically about dying. What a total jerk. My wife found this, this tweet where someone said, hey, it's not Yunkin who's governor yet. It's the other guy. And literally, she responded by saying, oh, well, that's great because I just saw that they sent water to people stranded in cars or whatever the case may be. This is this is how people respond, right? You hear Biden or Kamala say January 6th insurrection and Democrats just repeat it. They have no idea in many cases, I'm not saying in all cases, but in many cases, they have no idea what they're even talking about. Just like Trump-Russian collusion, which that, that to me is the obvious... <laughs> They, they are the ones who spent four years and untold millions of dollars, maybe more, um, what, impeaching a president twice, undermining our president of the United States, calling into question whether or not he was a legitimate president because he stole it. He tricked people into voting for him in 2020 or 2016, I should say, because of Putin's help and Pokemon Go ads. I mean, just stupid, idiotic, moronic stuff that has been proven, right? There, as time went on, evidence began to come in over time, and we paid attention and documented it, uh, documented it on this program. Every time that the evidence would come in, we'd find out things like, oh, look who funded this research, Hillary Clinton's campaign. Oh, let's look at this Christopher Steele character. What a unbelievable unreliable total i mean just loser loser of a of a type of guy as far as believability is concerned on down the line every time we would find things out it would be it would exonerate or it would uh trump and his campaign or it would um definitely make whatever silly allegations the left was hurling at him less effective and less believable to the point where they literally concluded that it really wasn't anything. I mean, that's really where we were left. After untold millions of dollars being spent, impeachments, witch hunts, this whole thing happening. Now, a critical thinker would look at this and say, huh, they did it for four years. Compare and contrast what happened on January 6th, but not just on January 6th. January 6th was the moment in time when... Uh, the the final, I guess, decisions, Congress's last attempt to stop what many Americans believed, truly believed, was a stolen election. Now, 
I'm not just because someone believes it, or thinks it, wonders it, has questions about it, doesn't mean that it's necessarily true in the world of logical possibilities. But it does mean that something is quite problematic, quite problematic. If you have large numbers of people who are adamant about this, and by the way, there's some disturbing things. I mean, we've all seen the graphs. We've all seen the, what, the 3 or 4 a.m. vote dumps for Biden. What's the explanation? Someone, please, just give us an explanation for this. Well, Todd, it was all uh, those mail-in ballots that were cast. Really? What is the statistical probability that Biden gets whatever numbers in states like Michigan and, and other states as well? And by the way, throughout the history of elections in modern times, has there ever been a time when multiple states announced that they were going to shut down counting votes at the same time? All states, by the way, that turned out to be critical states or states that were contested and tied and that there's problems with. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you are anti-American. If you have questions about this, I actually think if you have questions about these things that you're a responsible American. Right. I mean, you're saying, OK, look, if Biden won, Biden won. Right. I'm just painting the sea. We're going back in time here. I'm, I'm setting the stage for what was really going on in the minds of American voters, in the minds of other people. Probably many of you in the audience, maybe to some degree. Well, maybe to some degree, a large degree, your host here himself. Questions that we had, questions that I still that we still don't have an answer to. In fact, their answer to these questions is you can't ask them because by asking them, by asking these questions, you are trying to undermine the election. And in reality, now again, I'm I'm taking the biggest bulk of Republican voters who have questions believing the results of the 2020 election. I'm not counting the people who went to D.C., who planned to do stupid things who plan to break the law and i get look i get that there's uh that there's also legitimate i mean if a government is is lying if if a government is lying about vote totals i'm not leveling the accusation i'm just saying in, in general that should tick a lot of that should tick everybody off right but to to go there with the intent on causing violence, um, storming the Capitol, breaking the law, damaging property, whatever happened there, right? Whatever physical altercations happened, I condemn that 1,000%, right? I, that, that's not what I'm talking about. All I'm doing is telling you the mindset. And Biden creates this false narrative. Kamala Harris helps as well. I mean, Biden doesn't. The person who tells him what to say is the one that does this. But they've created this false narrative that says, man, we dodged a bullet last January 6th because, I mean, he even mentioned in his speech that they had built gallows and was were planning to hang the, president, the vice president of the United States. Does anybody truly believe, does anybody truly believe that on January 6th, there was, and, and, and folks, I just condemned all the stuff that happened that was illegal and against the law. I'm not going to condemn people who are mad and who are protesting their government. It's just never going to happen for me because I understand their frustrations. 
I understand the questions they have. I understand why it's important that they get information that they have never been given. In fact, they're not even allowed to ask about it. At least not on social media. You'll be called a conspiracy theorist or you'll be called someone who's trying to undermine American democracy, which ironically enough, folks who really want to get in answers to what happened in our election is they're really trying to help our democracy, if you will, our constitutional republic. But that's not the way it's portrayed. You're not allowed to ask. Folks, there's so many similarities with this and COVID. You're not allowed to ask about COVID as well. Get your booster. I'm not telling you this. This is just how it goes. Get your booster. Yeah, well, get your vaccine, get your booster, get your next booster, wear your mask, wear your goggles, wear your second mask, whatever else other not. Don't, you know, don't congregate with people who aren't vaccinated. If there's vaccinated people in your family for, you know, that are going to come over for Christmas or New Year's party or Groundhog's Day or whatever, tell them no. Tell them you can't do it. That's what Fauci says. Right. And don't ask if you raise questions about it, if you point out the the fallacy to this way of thinking, if you point to other scientific survey or uh, research data, they'll again brand you as someone who's spreading false information and maybe just maybe shut you down, right? Shut you down completely on Facebook or Twitter or wherever. And one, a, a fair-minded American, a fair-minded person should look at this and say, why? Why is this really where we are? What is so wrong? You know, if, if they could answer my questions, I'm telling you, I would, <laughs> if I was convinced and they answer, actually tried to answer the questions I have about the election in 2020, which I just have questions. That's it. I have lots of questions. And if they answered those questions to my satisfaction, I would come on this program and I would tell you that. I hope that you know that. I am not, I have no, I have no uh, hidden motive here. I am just a guy. I study this. I've, you know, I'm, I'm an average guy in a lot of ways, right? Who happens to have some experience and some ability to explain these things and understand, you know, what's, what's going on or whatever. But I, I would tell you, I would, I would come on here and say, this is, these are some things that I've learned, but they don't even try to provide me with that or you with that. None of us, they don't care. They just want us to shut up and they want to use this January 6th. <laughs> they compare it literally to Pearl Harbor day. These folks, I, I don't know if it's, it's intentional. You know, you can say it's historically inaccurate. They don't have any idea what America really went through in World War II. They compare it to 9-11. They compare it to, well, those are the two things Kamala compared it to. 9-11, folks, no one had to convince one single person on the first anniversary of 9-11 how bad 9-11 was. Did, did anyone of you listening to my voice had to be persuaded of that? No one had to persuade any American on December 7th, 1942, one year after the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor in Hawaii in a surprise attack, bringing the United States into World War II, destroying the Pacific Fleet, more or less, as they tried to, you know, take over the whole uh, Pacific Ocean, the whole, the whole Far East, and, and then some. No one had to convince Americans, that that was a bad thing, 
right? Now, I want to say that January 6th, the people that broke the law, that was those were bad things. But the only the only alternative is not to say, well, you either think January 6th was a bad thing that's equivalent to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor Day, or you're just as bad as the people who tried to overthrow the Capitol on January 6th or whatever nonsense. This is so stupid. Right. And let me tell you something else. And I gotta take a break. I'm long, really long here. But something else that's equally accurate and true. If how do I how do I want to put this? A strong leader, right? A strong leader. Let let's just a strong leader who really shut down somebody who was trying to challenge his authority. A strong leader is not going to go back and make that sound like it almost succeeded. They don't want a strong a strong leader doesn't want the appearance that their their administration was almost toppled by the previous guys. Folks, this is all a dog and pony show. Nobody in the right mind. I mean, I'm just thinking back at leaders throughout a, not just American history, world history. I'm thinking about these people who built empires. And there might have been a rebellion somewhere, a rebellion that really caused problems. Do you really think that these guys, some of these big, the big names throughout history, were going to tell the people, man, barely, barely succeeded there by the skin of our teeth. Whew, barely got it done. I don't know how we did it. Our, our empire almost crumbled. Do you think that that's real? That is not at all how they did that. They, they didn't want to have any perceived weakness whatsoever but this administration does and it's for one reason it's because they think it helps them politically they think it 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 says to someone oh man i can't vote for republicans because man those guys tried to undermine an election they try to destroy our democracy it is it is beyond stupid to me that this is literally in, in the whole trump administration i had to deal with the stupidity of trump russian collusion and now in the Biden administration, I had to deal with this stupid stuff. On top of that, everything else the guy is setting on fire legitimately right before our eyes. Guys, I'm really long in this segment. Quick time out. Next segment's going to be really short. Sit tight, my friends. Forgive me. Be back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. By the way, program brought to you in part by Midwest Tax Group. Midwest Tax Group. They've done our taxes, personal and business. I have to stop and think. It's been a long time. I think it's been 10, 12 years, something along the long time, a long time. And it's that time of year, right? Here we are into January. Tax season is quickly upon us. If you're looking for someone to help with your taxes, business or personal, Reach out to Jody and his team at Midwest Tax Group. Website, excuse me, mwtaxgroup.com. MW, standing for Midwest, mwtaxgroup.com, 317-288-5260. That's for folks here in Indiana. I'm going to have to take a break here in a second, but I, I got an email from President Biden. Again, why do I get these emails? You know why, because... My friends think it's funny to sign me up for these emails. Um, President Joseph R. Biden sent this last night, 8.38 p.m. One year ago today, he wrote, well, his handlers did, our democracy was attacked. The will of the people was under assault, and our Constitution faced the gravest of threats. 
our democracy held. We the people endured. I'm trying to channel my inner Biden as I read this stuff. But the former president of the United States has created and spread a web of lies about the 2020 election. The first lie is that the real political insurrection occurred on November 3rd. The second lie is that the results of the election of 2020 cannot be trusted. And the third lie is that the people in the mob that attacked the Capitol one year ago today are the nation's true patriots. I don't... Trump's not said that. I, there's conf, conflation happening here, right? Where Biden is conflating things. There are people who went to Washington, D.C. on January 6th that listened to Trump speak. In fact, Trump wasn't even done speaking when problems began to happen at the Capitol. In fact, at the conclusion or in Trump's speech near the end, I don't know if it was at the very end, but he said at the conclusion of my speech, many of you are going to walk down, you know, half mile, whatever it was, a mile, I forget how far, maybe it was a mile, um, down to the Capitol building and peacefully let yourself, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something very similar to this, peacefully uh, make your, you know, displeasure heard basically. Right, that's what was happening on January sixth. He didn't say grab the, you know, grab the Molotov cocktails, grab anything you can, and let's storm the Capitol building. That's simply not what happened. But that's how Biden makes it sound. And I don't. He might have called the people who voiced their concerns patriotic to stand up for the defense of free and fair elections. But we shouldn't throw in that group the people who stormed. And, and, you know, the Capitol and, and, and broke the law. There's plenty of people that didn't do anything remotely close to breaking the law. Not only that, they want to call this the insurrection. Newsmax is reporting. I saw this uh, yesterday. No insurrection charges filed against 725 people charged in January 6th Capitol breach. 725 people charged... With breaching the Capitol on January 6, 2021, not one single person has been charged with anything remotely resembling insurrection. Now, you would think if they want to call this the insurrection, which again, you don't have to call it the insurrection to say not a good thing, but to say that they're making it bigger than what it really is. And yes, bad things happened. And yes, people were hurt. And yes, I think only Ashley Babbitt died the day of. There were other people who died of heart attacks the day of, which, I mean, isn't necessarily directly related uh, to that, right? I mean, a heart attack. Um, we had officers who, after the fact, committed suicide. This is terrible. It's terrible that people died of heart attacks. But to act like this is the equivalent of 9-11, 9-11, 3,000 people lost their lives. No one had to remind us to, to take a moment of, of silence or to build monuments or to try to rebuild the towers or to make movies and documentaries about the heroes of 9-11. Of Same thing with Pearl Harbor Day. No one had to remind people of any of this. It was glaringly obvious. They are in a mess politically. They have to do their darndest to make sure people believe Republicans are what insurrectionists, um, anti-constitutional people who want to overthrow the government. I mean, this is 
patently absurd. This is 100% nonsense. It truly is. And we shouldn't entertain this this stuff for one second more. This this committee, it's the same thing. They want to keep this thing alive. This is one of the things that they are hoping will help them in the 2020 election, uh, 2022 election. Forgive me. But <laughs> it's 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 such it's such overdramatic ridiculous rhetoric we're subjected to 100% is and you can say that without thinking that what happened illegally was a good thing and I'm sick of pretending like there's only two options either you call Trump an insurrectionist you you know come out and say he should never run again or whatever which is what they want you to do or you're an American patriot it's just not that's just not the way that this works right the people who were there protesting, trying to get answers, they didn't necessarily do anything wrong. The people who broke the law and who were charged and who were you know, convicted or whatever, they're facing their consequences. This is pretty straightforward, cut and dry for anybody who wants to be fair-minded about this. But I want to play some of the sound bites from the speech as we return and as we go through the rest of the program. We'll do that in due course. Sit tight. Back in just a minute. My friends, again, I'm going to play this soundbite. This soundbite from Kamala yesterday, uh, as she um, was trying to get, you know, political points here for honoring or remembering what happened on September 11th, or I'm not September. I, I say September 11th because she's comparing it to this on uh, to to. You know, she's talking about January 6th of uh, of last year. Comparing this, it's, it's just, it's truly insane. It's truly insane that we, that she's comparing this. Here it is. Sorry, I took, I, I had it open. I don't know where it went. Now I've reopened it. Now I've reopened it. But she compares it to... September 11th and to Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th, 1941. Again, as I said before, as I said before, if it's as bad as those things, you wouldn't have to take a moment to remember to remind people that this was the anniversary of it, right? People didn't have to be reminded on December 7th, 1942. People didn't have to be reminded on September 11th. 2012 they remember they remember folks i remember precisely where i was on 9-11 don't remember where i was on pearl harbor day some of you might think that i've been around that long but these things we entered world war ii over pearl harbor day we went and fought got osama bin laden and destroyed the al-qaeda network and fought wars whatever you think of that i'm just what a, to compare these things is beyond stupid. I mean, it's straight up stupid is what this is. Listen to this stuff. Here she is yesterday. Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived instantly. through them where they were and what they were doing. 
when our democracy came under assault. <sighs> Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. Stop it. September 11th, 2001. And January 6th, 2021. Those are the three dates. I mean, heck, where's at least Gettysburg? I, I just... This is... I, I don't even have the words to describe how patently offensive this should be to people with sense. Pearl Harbor. Number of people died on Pearl Harbor. I'm looking here. This is... Uh, I found this online. This was actually just written a, a month or so ago around Pearl Harbor Day. Um, 2,403 Americans died in the Pearl Harbor attack. 68 of those people were, civ were civilians. 2,403. How many people died on 9-11? Now, 2,977 people were killed. There, there's a number that says 2,996, but that includes the 19... Uh, evildoers, the, the, the hijackers, the terrorists, the losers. Um, 2,977 people. How? It's not the same. Folks, it brought two, the, the, the biggest, the, the, the two iconic buildings in New York City crashing to the ground. They were trying to bring the Capitol building crashing to the ground when Flight 93, they believe, was headed to the Capitol, maybe the White House, Capitol building or the White House. Those brave souls took, tried to regain that plane, and it crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. The Pentagon was struck. Many people lost their lives there as well. I mean, planes were grounded for days. The stock market was shut down. You remember this? What happened on January January 6th was not a good day for America. What happened in in the Capitol building. But to compare that, it is the Capitol building if the Capitol building was destroyed and thousands of people lost their lives then okay. But again, that's not what happened and I'm glad it didn't happen. But this is a this is an administration that is grasping at straws for something for something to talk about that's not their performance, for something to talk about that is not related to anything that's going on in people's day-to-day -day lives. Because you know what? They have made life for Americans hell right now. They have done that. They continue to do that. It is the direct result of their stupid, ineffective, and awful policies. It is. It's right there for all to see. And you can say the things I just said and also say what happened was not good. I do not condone it. I actually condemn it. I don't call the people who broke the law patriots, but I also don't condemn the people who didn't do anything wrong, right? And what about all the other? Are we going to start having a day of remembrance for every time Black, uh, a Black Lives Matter rally turns into a, you know, an, an arson event, a chaotic Riot. I mean, people lost their lives there as well. Terribly tragic things. But to compare them to life-altering events that reshaped American life, 
literal attacks on the sovereignty of the United States, on our nation itself, 9-11 and, and Pearl Harbor Day, is beyond irresponsible, especially when it's intentional. Quick time out, my friends, back here in just a minute. You know, I, I, as I said off the top, there, there are things that fair-minded people simply want to know about the 2020 election, right? I, and, and correct me. I, I welcome it. You can email me if I am wrong on this. I have not heard any of these things addressed. All, uh, specific questions, like really answered. I've been told if you ask them, you are trying to overthrow the country. <laughs> I've been told if you um, even have a question cross your mind, then you're basically the same as a fascist. It's just, it's it's absurd. But that seems to me what gets lost in all this, I guess, I guess is what I'm saying here at the conclusion of this uh, of this very short segment that's what gets lost in this and no matter what happened in 2020 and I'm not just watching you know sweeping it under the rug there's going to be another election and it seems to me that if you don't spend every effort possible to regain the trust of Americans and explain to them why they're wrong if they have questions you're the problem politicians, Biden administration, Democrat Party, and the media. Quick timeout. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So here's just some of the questions I was asking Oz during the break. I mean, I have questions. I have questions about uh, Patrick Byrne, what he told me on our television program. He's one of these folks that's involved in the Arizona situation. What about these folks that they have data from their telephone? Two, I think he said 200 people driving from location to location, drop boxes in Arizona that were dropping off ballots. They weren't supposed to be doing that. What about that? What about the votes that were counted in uh, counted that came out of the suitcase under the table? What about... Um, the people who put out in Detroit covered the mirrors or the windows with, with paper. What about that? What about all these things? There's others as well. I just can't get to all of them because it's time for the music. You can hear the music right now telling me to wrap it up. What about those things? I've got to go. Thanks for listening, folks. You're not wrong for asking those questions. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care.